Hi there, this is David Farmer. Welcome to another episode of Spirituality Justice. I'd like to thank Radio Public for all of its support as this project begins. Today I want to talk about loudness. For many years I was a professor of public speaking and also a professor of preaching. In both roles, I talked a great deal with students about using their voices to help get across their messages. To some degree, this is culturally colored, but in Western culture, certainly volume has a great deal to do with emphasis. Most of us speak both conversationally and in public most of the time at a comfort level volume. And then we either speak a little more quietly or a little more loudly or a lot more loudly for emphasis. Again, on both ends, a little more quietly or a little more loudly for emphasis. Volume assists us with emphasis in public speaking. Increased volume in our culture tends to signal to an audience that the speaker is excited about something. It can be enthusiasm, happy enthusiasm. It can be anger. It can be great concern. But the problem with too much loudness, as I frequently said to students or tried to remember to say to students in courses, is that if everything is loud, then nothing seems more important than anything else. The speaker simply seems loud. The speaker simply seems bombastic. And bombastic is not a term that has any positive qualities to it. It is a pejorative term. Somebody is loud, and there are all sorts of sub-critical things implied in that word. Bombastic. Loud. Just loud. No time for reflection. No time for the audience to reflect on what the speaker is saying and take it in. It is a respectful thing, at the very least, for a speaker to remember that the audience is very much a part of the communication process in a democratic society. And respect demands that the audience have some appropriate way to be engaged by the speaker and by the message. One of those ways is by giving the audience some way to be able to take a breath and take in what the speaker is saying. Constant loud speaking does not provide for that and is an indication in many cases, perhaps not in every situation. But it is an indication in many cases that the speaker has no respect for the audience. And that is true of preachers, and that is true of politicians. 
Persuasion is a perfectly acceptable communication tool, including persuasion in public speaking. Manipulation is never an ethical tool, including in public speaking. And so in a democracy, making certain that the speaker's intentions are appropriately persuasive and never manipulative is essential. That is to say, it's perfectly in line and wonderful for a speaker to feel that she or he is onto something with which she or he wishes the audience could join in. A new technology, a new eating program, a political pathway forward, uh, a spiritual pathway forward, a political candidate who could make a difference in the way that a certain voting bloc may interpret life. Again, manipulation, though, is never important. And constant, loud speaking, even by, say, a speaker who really doesn't intend to try to be manipulative, constant, loud speaking becomes manipulative, ultimately, because there is no pause to allow the audience some mental space to take in what has been said. And so it's an appropriate public speaking tool. It's an appropriate tool of ethical communication for information that's being presented to an audience, whether in person by a speaker or on a podcast or a YouTube presentation, whatever, to spend probably the most amount of time in a in an oral presentation, neither screaming at the audience or whispering. It's a sad state of affairs when politicians have realized that there are certain people in a democracy who are more than willing to give up their freedom and those people want to be manipulated and controlled by a presumably powerful leader, a Hitler type person. They are willing to give up their freedom, real freedom, to the loudest speaker candidate. If you'll reflect back on some of Hitler's speeches, you'll hear mostly loudness. Once he's cranked up, he is at a high level of, of loudness for most of his speeches, and it 
was part of the hypnotic effect that caused people who might never have thought about uh, being passive or active in the process of a holocaust to either look away or join in. The same dynamic has become disturbingly real in the most modern American political situation. And there are wonderful people, good American folk, who are giving away their freedom to the loudest speakers in their fear of the future. They're willing to give up their freedom to the loudest bidder. Rallies that are filled more with noise than meaningful communication should be a sign of great concern. As I record this podcast here in Wilmington, Delaware, the Mueller hearings are going on in Washington, D.C., about 90 minutes south of where I am. And a certain political party involved in these hearings are trying to show their strength and also trying to intimidate a great American patriot who didn't volunteer for the job he agreed to do with loudness. There is no reason to be loud or to attempt to be intimidating when all that is needed is the exchange of information. Again, I'm not critical of using one's voice volume to reflect one's concern, one's enthusiasm, one's excitement, and even one's anger. But when the primary thing, say a speech analysis, could reflect of what someone has said is the loudness of what was said. There is a problem. In a democracy, the audience deserves to be respected. And that means even in public presentations, the speaker respectfully presents her or his information in a way that gives the audience time to take it in and 
mull it over at least a little bit, maybe more later. But not with a loudness that overwhelms the thinking processes of most of us. It's not an inappropriate response unless someone is telling you that your house is on fire to tune out someone who only yells at you. And I used to say to my preaching students in particular who wanted to be enthusiastic about the message they felt they wanted to share. I don't want you to yell at me. If you're talking to me about something that potentially can change my life, I want to hear some warmth, some concern, some compassion. Don't just yell. In modern American democracy, those who are just yelling, those who are organizing rallies filled with noise, only noise, have in mind manipulation. Manipulation. 